This is Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta, Georgia, a congregation full of life and love with a legacy of outreach ministries. Everybody's invited to church in person Sunday at 10 a.m. and online at mountpleasantatl.org. And now, the Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta. the church say amen can you say it a little louder than that now say it like you're glad to be here amen amen god bless god bless each of you today and we give honor to our lord and savior jesus christ who is the author and the finisher of all of our faith amen i said he is the author in other words god starts it Amen. And God's ending. Amen. And so we're thankful today, amen, for our God and how great is our God. You know there are some other gods, don't you? Amen. But our God got eyes and can see. Amen. Our God have ears that can hear. Our God have a mouth that he can speak. Our God have, amen, a heart that he can love. Amen. These other gods are created by man, but our God created man. Let the church say amen. 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 And so we're grateful today because, amen, they can see their God. We see ours at work. Hello, somebody. And if their God got to go somewhere, they got to take it. Ah, y'all missing all that stuff. Amen. Let's open our Bibles to Genesis, the 50th chapter, if you will. Amen. Genesis, the 50th chapter. Okay, verse 18 through 21 of the 50th chapter of Genesis. And these are the words that you will find. Verse 18 says like this. Then his brethren also went and fell down before his face. And they said, Behold, we are your servants. Joseph said to them, Do not be afraid, for I am, for am I in the place of God. Verse 20, But as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good. In order to bring it about as it is this day to save many people alive. Now, therefore, do not be afraid. I will provide for you and your little ones. And he comforted them and spoke kindly to them. Amen. You may be seated. We ask God if he would add other blessings to the reading, the hearers, but again, especially to the doers of his word. I want to talk to you today for a few minutes from this thought. Amen. <laughs> Triumphing through troubles. Triumphing through troubles. I thought about this when... I was contemplating about this story of Joseph. And then once I 
reread it and thought about it even a little bit more. And I thought, I said, well, Joseph is the person in this text. But seemingly, there's no way you can preach this Joseph text without bringing up something about Job. Amen. It is Job who said, man that is born of a woman is but just for a few days. And those days are filled with troubles. Job reminded us <clears throat> through his life how things can be perfect and upright today. And this evening, your world can be turned upside down. Job reminded us that you can have whatever the American dream, if you want to say. But even having the American dream, it can easily turn into a nightmare. So my brothers and sisters, you got to have a forward-thinking mind. I love the text that we read earlier about whatsoever thing that they think on, uh, things that are pure and truth, amen, and of good reports and things of that nature. Our mind have, have a lot to do with that very outcome of where we are headed. Because as a man thinketh, so is he. You don't have to ask a person all the time how they're feeling. If you watch their actions, they'll tell you. Can I get me a witness in here? Amen. Now, now I know it's a little warm in here because something's not quite working, but I guarantee you if you get your mind on Jesus, you'll forget it. <laughs> Amen. So triumphing mean and means that you're going to be successful. It's going to be a victorious outcome. It's going to be, amen, a winning. It's going to be something positive that's going to happen, amen, in your favor. There may be some wind that will blow, some lightning that will flash, some thunder may even roar. But at the end of the day, you got to realize that whatever good work that God started in you, he'll be there to finish it. But the Bible declared that, amen, the ending of a thing is better than the beginning. If you don't believe me, when you was born, you were ruddy. Hello, somebody. You looked a mess. Amen. I was blessed to see several of my children born and it didn't look so good. Hello, somebody. But you can look at them now and see how through a process of time, God have cleaned them up and he'll clean you up and clean me up if we allow him to take care of us. Today, my brothers and sisters, as I pierce through this particular text dealing with Joseph, Amen. Who is one of the, the excuse me, the least of the sons, shall I say, or the baby of the sons of Jacob? Can I get me a witness in here? Amen. And being one of the son, the baby son, or the last son, you might say, that was born in the old age of Jacob. Jacob, amen, uh, loved 
Joseph, and he didn't make no bones about it. He 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 wanted everybody to know that uh, he had this son in his old age. So much so to the eleven brothers, Amen was jealous and hated Joseph because of the parenting, amen, as they were not ashamed to say and let them know that Joseph was the favorite child. I wish I had a witness in here. So Joseph was born with troubles because of the way the parents treated him. Y'all going to talk to me in a minute. Amen. These 11 boys uh, was already here doing what they were doing, but they didn't get the attention that the parents, and especially Jacob, was given to Joseph. Trouble. What is trouble? Trouble is something that disturbs the peace of your mental calmness. I wish I had a witness in it. What is trouble? Trouble is something that upsets you, amen, and cause you not to necessarily continue to think right. What is trouble? Trouble causes you to wonder, to waver, amen, and to want an instant change to bring about the peace that you are accustomed to. But troubles, as Job said, man that is born of a woman is but for a few days. And those days are filled with troubles. I don't know how you feel about it, but we're living in a troublesome world. There seem not to be any peace, amen, substantially anywhere. That every way you turn, there is some kind of confusion, some kind of division, some kind of turmoil that is going on. Instead of us growing together, we are seemingly to be growing further and further apart. And it's more about me, myself, and I. When the Bible declared that it's okay to love yourself, but he said you got to love your neighbor as you do yourself. And when we learn how to be company, amen, and neighborly friendly, amen, then we will be uh, fulfilling one of the scriptures of our God. First of all, the number one is to love the Lord with all of thy mind, heart, soul, and strength. And the second one is like unto it, love thy neighbor as you do yourself. You know, he didn't say love yourself and your neighbor. He said love thy neighbor as you do yourself. And that was no mistake to put the neighbor before you. Amen. Because we are our brother's keeper. So then today as we look here in this text, amen, verses 18 and 21, this is the ending. This is the closing of all of the troubles that Joseph had. And he didn't have troubles because he created them they was created for him. His trouble didn't come necessarily from strangers, but his troubles came from his home folks, from his mama and daddy and his brothers and family. It came because Job 
Joseph was always lifted up. He was always, amen, given accolades, amen. He was always being the star or the head or the one that everybody favored. But I want you to know, my brothers and sisters, you can be a target when you are not meant to be. There'll be people who are jealousy and envious and, amen, have hatred without you being the cause of them disliking you. You cannot, you cannot always, and the Bible says this, that I'm, I'm going to tell you this, amen, that, that you need some enemies if you want a promotion. I'm going to say it again. You need some enemies if you want a promotion. Now, I got some Bible for that. Let me give it to you right quick. I'll make your enemies your footstool. That means this, the stuff you couldn't reach on the level you are. If you got some enemies, the enemies going to help. See, that was first grade stuff. A lot of times, the stuff you already know is just how, some, how, how it gets explained sometimes. Amen. So again, don't worry about, amen, people when they mistreat you without a cause. Because at the end of the day, amen, you may need them. Come on, talk to me, somebody. Amen. You got to be careful how you treat people because you may not need them today because your, their piece is not ready for the puzzle. Hello, somebody. They don't fit right now. They, 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 they don't look like they go with this right now. But if you just keep on loving them in spite of how they treat you, you'd be surprised, amen, later on in life, they have exactly what you need. And so it is today, my brothers and sisters, triumphing through your troubles. Troubles are not anything that we welcome for our lives. I'm sure Job would say, amen, that he was a perfect and upright man in the land of us. There was none like him, but trouble struck on his address. It met up with Job, amen, cost him all of his, amen, children, cost him his farm, cost him his cattle, cost him his oxes, cost, amen, all of his livestock, and he was left, amen, with nobody, amen, to help him out. Well, my brothers and sisters, it was God who gave it to him, but it also God who can take it away from you. And I want you to know when God got a better blessing for you, amen, he find a way, amen, to deal with your present possession. You don't have to be angry, mad, and upset, wondering how you're going to make it because if God be for you, then God is more than that can be against you. Because everything that belonged, that everything that you said yours, it belonged to God. And I believe it was Job who said, nothing naked I came into this world. And naked I'm going to leave here. 
I heard when that rich young farmer, a man who had a bumper crop one year, he asked himself, what shall I do? And then he looked around and decided he would pull down his old barns and build himself new barns. And then he, amen, did just that and stored and stocked up, amen, his bumper crop in his new barn. Amen. The Bible declared that that same night after he put on his silk PJs, amen, and got in his easy, amen, easy boy, amen, rocking, amen, chair, he said, amen, what shall I do? And then he said, I believe I'll just eat, drink, and be merry. I wish I had a witness in here. Well, just before he... Amen. Turned himself into the bed. There come a knocking on his door. And it was death who knocked on his door. Amen. Said, this night, your soul will be required of thee. Listen to God talk to him. And he says, amen. Now, when you leave here, whose things shall these be? I wish I had a witness in here. Well, it's all right to say something, but don't try to save everything. Especially when there are some people right down the street from you that's in need what you are stocking and storing up. I want you to know if God bless you one time, he can bless you, amen, more than that. You got to believe, amen, that God is still in the blessing business. And he'll supply all of our need. Because if you are a true child of God, you've already got a promise from our God that I'll feed you when you get hungry. I'll give water when you get thirsty. He told Israel, the shoes on your feet, I made them last 40 years. The clothes on your body, I made them last 40 years. I want you to know I kept you from many, amen, nations that would fight against you. Amen. You never had to fight because I, amen, told you I'd fight your battle. If you just learn how to keep still. Learn how to love people that you know don't love you. Learn how to pray for people who do not pray for you. Because, amen, the well don't need a physician. But those that have some kind of malice, amen, some kind of ill feeling toward other folks. You got to learn how to understand, amen, that when you dislike somebody, you're not hurting nobody but yourself. You better learn how to love people in spite of what they do for you or do to you because love is the medicine that brings cure, healing, and wellness to God's people. When you're well, you'll smile on your face. When you're well, you'll speak to people, amen, that don't speak back to you. But I want you to know it's not about what they do, amen, to you. But it's more important about what you do to them. Because you're not responsible how people treat you.
but you are responsible how you treat them. You got to understand that we serve a wonderful God that sits high and he looks low. And that's why Joseph, amen, was in trouble all the time. Them boys of his brothers, amen, the parents created so much envy and hatred in their heart towards Joseph. His daddy made him a coat of colors, amen. And every time Joseph, amen, put that coat on, them boys got so upset. That's why sometimes when you show up in church, you wonder why folk roll their eyes at you because they got something in their heart that just doesn't line up with God's word. They got envy, jealousy, amen, malice in their spirit. They cannot stand even to sit on the same side of the church. I wish I had a witness in there. And if you just mess around there and accidentally be, amen, put in the position you're on the same pew, it won't be much praise from that pew that day. Because there will be people be overwhelmed, amen, with hatred that they can't give God no praise. But I got news for you today, my brothers and sisters. You got to learn how to understand why we are in this place. I believe David said, I was glad. When they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I don't know, do y'all recognize it or realize it, but in most churches, bathrooms are the first thing that you get to before you get in the sanctuary. And that's by design, that is, it's by design that you get all the mess out of you before you show up in God's house. You gotta understand, amen, the God that we serve. Amen, he have an all-seeing eye. Amen. He wants you to see, amen, what you look like. It's not, amen, about what you always look like, but you got to learn how, what to act like. Because if you learn how to treat everybody, amen, right, amen, God will get the glory. If you know that God is still blessing you, don't mess up your blessing fooling around with folks, amen, they're talking about you. Because if you keep your mind stayed on Jesus, I want you to know he'll give you the desires of your heart. I tell you, prayer will change things, but it also will change people. What is it, amen, in the 37th writing of this text today? 37 chapter Genesis, verses 2 through 11, you'll find out the troubles with his parents. Old age, amen, Jacob, amen, had Joseph. Gave, amen, Joseph, amen, as if he was the only child. You can spoil your children, folks. I wish I had a witness in here. Most of us in my generation would say, I don't want my children to grow up like I did. The question becomes, what's so bad about you if you don't want them to grow up like you did? I come by tonight to tell you, my mama and dad, amen, they didn't have much, but what they had, they gave it all to us. I wish they had a witness in here. They showed us values and respect. Come on, talk to me. 
They showed us morals and they showed us how, amen, to say yes, sir, and yes, ma'am. They showed us, amen, how, amen, to treat folk like you wanted to be treated. And I wish I had me a witness in here because sometimes when you have parents that really love you, but know how to love you with discipline and with respect. You sometimes, amen, get yourselves, amen, in some trouble because when it looked like you were doing better than your neighbors, when it looked like, amen, that they think that you think, amen, that you're better than they are. I come by tonight to tell you when people tell me stuff like that, they'll tell me, Mr. Benton, you think you're better than everybody else. I said, I don't have to because you're doing it for me. I wish I had a witness in here. So what am I saying to you? I'm saying to you, amen, you better learn how to trust God and lean not to your own understanding, but in all of your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. In Genesis 37, verse 23 through 27, he got troubles in the pit. Amen, them brothers of his, they sold him there in the wilderness. They cast him in a pit, amen, a, amen, a pit that didn't have any water in it. Long came some Ishmaelites, and then long came, amen, some Jews, and they came down the road, and they decided to sell him. I wish they had a witness in here. You can have some people that are close to you that will sell you out. Amen for little of nothing. They plotted because they had observed and, and watched what was going on with Joseph. Amen that said because Joseph had told them he had a dream where all of his brothers would bow down and worship him told his mom and dad and said, you all are going to bow down one day and worship me as, a, yes, the leader of the house. But I got news for you, amen, you better be careful, amen, about testifying too early because you'll get some people stirred up with demons in them, amen, and they'll start setting traps for you. And they'll start digging ditches for you. You better learn how to wait till, amen, you get what you say you want to get. And then testify with it in your possession. I wish I had me a witness in him. And if there were a few people up in Mount Pleasant this morning, you may have been in a pit, but God will pick you up. And God will bring you out. And then from the pit, amen, he went on down to Egypt land. Found himself in verse 39, troubled with Mr. Potiphar, who was a head leader for Pharaoh. But I got news for you, God was with Joseph. And when you got God on your side, the devil in hell cannot stop you. <clears throat> and if there is somebody in this room this morning that know you have troubles on every hand and feel like you can't have no luck except it's bad luck, 
but I will not deal, neither will I depend on luck, because luck is always 50-50. I'd rather have the word of God and have the promises of God. I'd rather have God said, I'm for you, amen, through thick and thin. If you get too high, I can bring you down. But if you're too low, I can raise you up. So when he found himself being in Potiphar's house, then Miss Potiphar, amen, had something going on on the inside. Amen. The Bible declared that she desired for Joseph to lay with her and told him to come on because Mr. Potiphar is gone. And I come by tonight to tell you that trouble will come from anybody. Can I get me a witness in here? And the Bible declared that she said, Mr. Potiphar is out of town. And all the other men are not in the house. And ain't nobody up in here but you and I. Can I get me a witness in here? Well, I thought about it, amen, uh, looking at the story today. That even now and then, you better be prayerful about what's going on around you. Because one thing about the power of God, if you want to be kept, he can keep you. you. Let the church say amen. I come by tonight to tell you that Jesus is on the main line. And if you need anything... You can call him up and tell him what you want. Can I get me a witness in here? Well, I want you to know that this woman, I see it like this today. Not only was she desirous of Joseph, she would desire to be unfaithful to her husband. Can I get me a witness in here? And every now and then, you better be prayerful about what's going on on your orbit because Jesus got an all-seeing eye. Ain't God all right? He knows what's on your mind and he knows what's in your heart. And a few days later, Mr. Potiphar came home and Miss Potiphar brought to him the color coat of Joseph. Ain't God all right? And said, while you were gone, he came up in here. I wish I had a witness. Ain't God all right? Can anybody say yeah? If you know he been good to you, look over at your neighbor. Said, trouble. Or everywhere and if you hold on to his unchanging hand I want you to know God will make a way for you he'll take good care of you I wish I had a witness and then Mr. Potiphar got angry and upset with Joseph he didn't understand he had a lion Long horny woman, I wish I had a witness. Ain't God all right? If anybody gonna help me preach, you ought to tell somebody. 
when you take with God, lighting my flash, thunder may roar, strong wind may blow, but God will never let you be tempted beyond what you cannot bear. Along with every temptation, he will prepare a way of escape. I wish they had me a witness up in here. Ain't God all right? Joseph had, Joseph had trouble with Mr. Potiphar. And then Mr. Potiphar put him in the prison. In Amen chapter 40 of Genesis, I wish they had me a witness. Look like to me, won't nothing go right for Joseph. Amen. It started at home, started out there in the wilderness, put him down in a pit. Every time he turned around, something was going wrong. In other words, if it ain't one thing, it sure is another one. I get the refrigerator picked. I get the air condition fixed. And here come the AC. Won't blow right tonight. I come by tonight to tell you, if you just trust in the Lord, let him have his way. Grandmama told me to tell you, if you stay with God, he'll make a way out of no way. I believe we got some witnesses. Stop off in here. If you ain't too mean, look over and tell your neighbor, I may not have a college degree. I might not be the best thing that you know, but I know somebody, we call him Jesus. I know somebody that is able to make a way out of no way. I wish I had a witness. You may not have a dime in your pocket, but I dare you to put your trust in the Lord. And if you put your trust in the Lord, he'll make a way. Yes, he will. I don't know where When he was in prison, there was a butler and a baker. They had a dream, and they told the dream to Brother Joseph. Joseph told them what the dream meant. And then he told them, when you get out of here, please remember me. I wish I had a witness. I come to tell y'all, man may forget you. He may not pay you back. He may not treat you right. He may forget he ever been in a conversation with you. But I know somebody that sits high and look low. Help me call his name. What is his name? His name is Jesus. The Bible tells me when they got out of prison, they left Joseph in there. But look how God worked. He messed around there and let the main man, the president of Egypt, by the name of Pharaoh, had a dream and couldn't figure it out. He got his suit sale 
He got his palm reader. He got all of his people to try to figure out about the dream. But all of a sudden, I wish I had a winner. Yes, Lord, I wish I had a winner. Anybody know Jesus? He may not come when you want him to, but I'm a living winner. He'll always, I said he'll always, said he'll always show up on time. I'm so glad all of a sudden this man, I said the man, the butler, he remembered Joseph way back in the prison. Don't you worry if it look like you're getting left and all forgotten about. God will use somebody, bring you to their mind. They'll speak well of you. They'll let somebody know that I'm so glad that God is able to bring me up and out of the prison. Won't he do it? I got to leave y'all, but before I leave y'all, look and tell your neighbor what you see ain't what you get because I've been blessed by God that I don't look like what I've been through. And y'all right, I'm so glad that trouble don't last, not always, I hear when Job said, I'm going where the wicked will cease from troubling and the weary will be at rest. Always, howdy, howdy, always a very good day, always where the sun shines. I wish I had me a winner. If you ain't too mean, look over at your neighbor and say, we come a long way. Sometimes we were up, sometimes we were down, but the God we serve, look beyond our fall and supply all of our needs. Ain't he all right? If he been good to you, go on and say yeah. If he made a way for you, Job got in trouble uh, when he sat there. Uh, his flesh fell uh, from his bone. Uh, the wife said, cuss uh, your God and die. And I don't know about y'all in here, but I come to tell you, uh, you don't have to cuss God. You don't have to be mean uh, because God uh, still got the power uh, and he'll pick you up. Uh, turn you around, but I'm so glad that Joseph didn't let nothing separate him from the love of God when the band, he got out of the prison, interpreted the dream, got a promotion, I wish I had a window, look and tell your neighbor, it may start out looking real bad, but hold on, just a little while longer, your weeping may endure, but for a night, but your joy will come in the morning. Won't he do it? 
if you know he'll do it, shake your neighbor's hand. Tell your neighbor, can't nobody do me like Jesus. Pick me up, turn me around, put running in my feet, clapping in my hand. And all of a sudden, here it come, later on in life, here it come, the whole house of Israel ended up in Egypt land. When they got there, guess who was in charge? It was Joseph in charge. He had money in his pocket. He was over all of Egypt. Can I get a window? And all of a sudden, the brothers came down to get some food. They didn't know that Joseph had been picked up, had been blessed by God Almighty in a strange land. Look at your neighbor and say, please be patient with me because God ain't through with me yet. Because when he get through with me, I will come forth as pure gold. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Then all of a sudden, Joseph brothers, they found out that Joseph was the head man. And about that time, they got afraid of how they had been treating him. But Joseph said, don't worry, because what y'all meant to be bad, God turning around, look and tell your neighbor, say, God will turn it around. Won't he do it? If you know he'll do it, say, I am blessed of God and highly favored. I am God's child, you better be careful how you treat me because God will, will fight my battle. Won't he do it? Say yeah, say yeah. I'm triumphing through my trouble because I know trouble don't last, not always. If you know him, say yes. If you're a way maker, say yeah. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. He walked with me. He talks with me. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. He'll do it. He'll bring you all the way through it. From the pit, y'all gonna help me in a minute, to the palace, he'll do it. What people do, they may do it for bad, but I discovered, and I've lived long enough, and I know enough scripture to know this, Keisha, that all things work together. I wish I had a witness in there. All things works together for the good of them 
that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. You don't have to worry about the outcome because God can turn that thing around. You've been listening to the Mount on the Go podcast. If you've been enjoying the word, please consider donating to the Mount Pleasant ministry. We have various ways that you can give to the ministry to allow us to become better in our pursuit of delivering God's word to you. You can give via PayPal at mtpleasantatl.org. You can give via Zale, info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also give via Square and Givelify. For Givelify, just search for Mount Pleasant Baptist Church with our address, 17 Melvin Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia, and you'll be in the right place. In addition to all these options, you're always welcome and invited to grab an envelope and have cash or checks sent to the church, whose address is again, 17 Millen Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia. For questions, comments, and concerns, feel free to email us at info at mtpleasantatl.org. That's info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also visit our website, www.mountpleasantatl.org, to follow us on YouTube and Facebook for the video version of the podcast. Our services are live every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you are more than welcome to visit the church in person every Sunday at the same time. Thank you so much for listening.